Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the CX Goalkeeper Podcast. Your host, Greg, will have smart discussions with friends, experts, and thought leaders on customer experience, transformation, and leadership. Please follow this podcast on your preferred platform. I am sure you will enjoy the next episode with the guest I selected for you. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the CX Goalkeeper podcast. I am really super thrilled today because I have Beppe De Vincenti together with me. Hi, Beppe. How are you? Hi, Greg. I'm really, really thrilled to be today here. because I, I, You know, I'm quite loyal listener of your podcast. And also, if we do a lot together, and we will probably talk about that later, But it's it's quite quite interesting to be in the in your podcast. It's really a nice experience. Thank you very much, Pepe. At least I am one guy listening to the podcast. It's not bad. I am super happy, <laughs> and it's it's an honor from my side to have you on the podcast. You are very active in 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 our community, in particular in Switzerland, in Europe, and also at several international events. I know that you are going to introduce yourself, but two words also from my side. I had the great ple pleasure to participate to one uh, workshops together with Web. It was related to customer experience topic. And for me, it was really incredible to see how Beppe was able to involve all the people to get to, to the result and to bring all the people forward. And people were coming out of this uh, workshop really super happy about the outcome, aligned, willing to achieve more and work together. And therefore, I asked Beppe to, to join this podcast. I we would like really to learn a lot about you, and therefore the usual in the usual question: Could you please introduce yourself? I can, I can. But already, thank you, thank you so much for uh, what you what you say before, and yeah, we will talk about that later. But for the moment, let me let me say a couple of things about myself. I'm I'm Beppe De Vincenti. You you already say my name. I worked for more than 10 years in different roles uh, in different companies, more in sales, contact center, loyalty, process management, until my last corporate job that where I was responsible for more or less 40 people. We were doing customer relationship management, CRM, loyalty, customer operation, customer insights. And at this time, I uh, opened the first position in my team on customer experience. So I, I named someone customer experience manager and start interesting myself and this person to, to all the customer experience topics. And since then, I really felt, felt in love with, with customer experience and never, never let, in, let customer experience go. I I met someone at this in this last company in this last corporate job and with this person we decide to to start our own company so 10 years ago in 2024 we will be 10 years old we started our company called Nexa that is a is a consulting company a boutique consulting company I would say because we are very very small But yeah, it's it's an incredible. It has been an incredible journey since then, and we we consult. We we are working for many companies, small, medium, and large enterprises. We actually are something that we are really proud of. It's our Swiss customer experience study, 
It's a study that we, we do together with the AVEDZET, the University of Applied Sciences in, in Economy of Zurich. And we, will, we have done our seventh edition of this study. So it's something that it really makes us proud of, of, uh, of our work. Because as I said, we are a very little company. So, but be able to do such a study, it's a, it's a great achievement. And yeah, about myself, maybe personal, I'm married to kids. Probably you, you know, already, <laughs> but my, my accent tell you that I'm not, not, not Swiss, not, uh, not English, but I'm Italian, but I live in Switzerland since more than 70 years now. And I'm also, I'm Italian and Swiss. So this is what I, what I, what I am. I love do 6 PA upper with you. <laughs> it's our our streaming that we do every two weeks and i do that because i'm also leading the swiss chapter of cxpa so it's something that i really love to do it's do a customer experience not only during the working hours but also in my in my free time thank uh, you very much Pepe. i think that that's really great law a story what you did in the past but what we would like to to learn mm -hmm. about you is which values drive you in life? Uh, yeah, that's I, I, I prepare myself because I, I, as I said, I listen to you to your podcast, so I know the, the questions you you also always do. I think I I choose two values that are really important to me. The first one comes from my father, and this is to really stay down down to earth. It's something I I, I learned from him, and I try to to do that a lot at work. But also in my 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 life, private life, you know. Sometimes I, I I experience myself consultants that come in a company and they know everything, and they come there and they and they they tell you, teach you how to do stuffs. And I told myself, if I do that, I won't never have, have such an approach. I also know that if also if I know maybe a bit more than my customer, than my client, I still have the chance to learn a lot from him. And this is the approach that always try I always try to to use during our our work. Then I choose a second one. It's a true important one. <laughs> it's a, it, I have to say it in German if you if you agree, but I will translate it. It's a spielerisch arbeiten. This is like uh, work playfully. We can we can translate like this. It's something that I really enjoy. I enjoy it during my corporate jobs, and I try to use it still now in my in my normal in my my, my consulting works. I try to uh, spielerisch arbeiten with my with my associates and also at home because I think it's a, it's a very it's a wasted day. If uh, we don't smile at least once during the day, so it's it's an approach that I really love, and we are laughing also a lot during our CXPA Switzerland <laughs> apero and and presentation. And what you were speaking about is the gamification of how we are working, and therefore let's start the game. The first mismatch that we have is two Italian guys or two <laughs> two Italian speaking guys speaking in English on an international podcast. But the other mismatch that I have now in my head is you are a long distance runner. Yeah. It's marathon and you are quite successful. We are seeing a lot of pictures you doing that. 
And now we are going to speak about design sprints. Mm-hmm. Short ones. <laughs> that's that's a, bit, a bit difficult. But today's topic, it's really about design thinking, design sprints, and how to exploit these uh, methods, these tools mm-hmm. to really achieve customer success. In our case, it's the success of, of this workshop. I was thinking after all discussing 200 times about customer journeys and voice of the customer and so on, why not learning something about how to do this stuff, how mm-hmm. to come to the results? And therefore, how do you leverage design sprint in your workshops to tackle CX, CX experiences challenges? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's interesting. You, you mentioned marathon and then design sprints because I think they have something in common. They have, they both share the, the, the main, the main goal. It's to arrive to something in the marathon. You have, you have to run 42 kilometers and, and uh, go to the, to the, to the goal line in a design sprint. You start by having a goal or, you know, that, that, that this is probably the key of uh, any, any design sprint, but we can also talk about design thinking. The uh, two methodology are maybe the people that are purists that don't, won't like what I say now, but for me are quite similar. In a design sprint, you, you really need to go fast because you have normally four days if you apply the, the, the method that was, was invented by Jack Knapp. But you can also do that in one or two days if you don't have enough time. And in a design thinking, process you need more time or you have more time at this point but in design thinking probably you won't be finished after after the first interaction so it's a it's something that that uh, they both made method you can you can you can use to uh, to improve customer experience huh? I, I, i'm i'm picking from both methodology a bit of uh, of of what i think it's uh, it's important for for my customer huh? so it's i'm not a purist uh, if you if you ask me to do a design sprint maybe i won't you i won't leave deliver the normal the standard process so but back to the to your question i think you know in, in uh, we we have a lot of uh, of project in customer experience you can you can start by, by doing customer insights and understanding or you can start with strategy you can then try to measure stuffs uh, voice of customers but also is customer experience kpis and so on but sometimes it happens that people ask for uh, design innovation or implementation of 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 some project and then when we are asked to to do that we we use normally design sprints to, uh, tools and methodology that that can fit to the to the customer needs but it's re- really important to know everything start with two stuffs the first one is the human and this is why those two methodologies are so so cool to be used for customer experience because they are all around human beings. And the second one for me, very important, it's that you need to start by investigating what happened. What are the customer needs, customer pain points, what are what is doing your your concurrents, what are the best practice on the market, and so on. So so it's there is a, a, a 
very interesting part that it's to define the customer needs and pain points before you start improving. And this is why I think it's it's the perfect methodology to to improve customer experience. Thank you, Beppe. I think what 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 we learned is you need a challenge. You have a defined time frame. You said four days. Nowadays, mm-hmm. often people are asking two hours and not <laughs> and not four days. But you need to compress everything, and you have a clear target to improve um, customer experience. What are the most essential tools or techniques you recommend mm-hmm. to use fa- facilitating a design sprint? Yeah, to, to to facilitating there is one one. It's a, it's a, on my background for those who will uh, see the the video. But this is time timer. <laughs> this is this is it. Could, it could be uh, funny for uh, for uh, many people, but uh, I think a strict time management it's what is making those methodology successful. And you need to prepare, as you say, the, the, the normal design sprint, it's four days. So you have to, you have to go through different steps that are more or less defined by, by, by Jack Knapp. And if you do that, then uh, you can, you can achieve your goal that you fix, by the way, during, during day one. And, but if you don't have the four days, then you have to prepare. And this is for me the key, the key fact that the key success factor in, in a design sprint. Prepare before that, uh, that you go to the, to the workshop because the, at the end, do the workshop is the easiest, easiest part of, of the work. What you have to do is to prepare it and to prepare it with time schedule, with all the exercise you want to do, with also all the insights that you receive from your customer. So this is this is quite quite important to 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 be to be done before that we have the 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 true workshop. And if you don't have the time to to define the problems as a statement, because the problem statement is the 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 starting point of any any design sprint workshop, the problem statement can you try to formulate one. And then let people starting discussing and thinking about the problem statement you 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 you, you brought to them to them. You probably remember in the workshop you mentioned before we started like this. We didn't have a lot of time, so we decided to uh, to already bring one problem statement, and people could improve it or change it or 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 optimize it. And once once is is done, then we will work on this problem statement. And often, if you want to that I, that I mentioned some t- tools names, the one we use the most it's the I might I might we question. It's a question that asks how might we, and then formulate the problem from for the customer. So we try to ask how we can solve this customer problem. In, in a, in a question, I might, we, I don't know, make our, our online form more easy to, to be filled, for example, or you can, you can, you can formulate the problem in this, in this form. Why? Because answer to, to questions, it's way easier to thinking about a solution from, from scratch. So try to answer it to the problem. It's 
it's more powerful than just ask people okay let's let's try to improve our our online form thank you is, yeah okay yeah. sorry no no you can no. continue you can continue no. it's it's great no it's a, this is one and, and this is the, the the most important one because it it on on the i might we it depends the the success of 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 your uh, workshop then you start creating and ideating and this is a a, a part that i really love uh, because uh, because there is a, there is a lot to 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 do there people that think they are not creative and are invited to such a workshop then realize that everybody is creative if he wants <laughs> and we use m- many 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 tools many uh, many exercises there that help them to express their creativity we will probably talk later about the ardles in such such a workshop but think about you are you are in a room with six eight other people and for example you are you are an, an agent of a call center it happens a lot and do you know why because those people have customer every day on the phone and talk with them and know better than many other in the company which pain points those customers have so you you invite them in a, in such a workshop and the first thing that they think it's oh okay i'm there with a, with a manager or with a director and how i will be able to express myself or i'm i'm good enough to express myself hmm? people people that are not really really confident in themselves they can think that there is no place for them in such a workshop and this is wrong because they have ideas they have knowledge they 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 know they can they know how to improve stuff so those people are really really important and what we do is to involve them it's to avoid those hierarchical bias and and to do that we use a method at least at the beginning that it's called together alone what is that you are in a workshop you are all together but everybody work by by themselves and there is no discussion there is no uh, you are a leadership expert greg huh? you you know about a lot about leadership and you know what happens in a workshop normally if there is the 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 nat- the person that it's naturally inclined to to lead he will start leading the workshop so if we don't allow them to speak at least at the beginning then also people that don't want, or that they are not natural inclined to express themselves they will start expressing themselves and this is a part that i really love because i i, I see people finally can express themselves and giving their ideas and and creating stuff and and propose stuff and this is quite powerful to to see thank you Beppe, for for this introduction and for this tool what you're saying is a really tangible way of leveraging that perhaps do you have an example of a workshop you did in the past that you said oh this was a great outcome that you can share with the audience no secret please or if you have any for sure you can share them with us No it's okay I want I want I want share share with you a, a secret project but I, we did we did a lot of of such design sprints but one one I really loved it was one of the first the we we did two it was to to uh, in a, in an insurance health, health, health care insurance 
they identify pain point with a, with a, with service. And we know that customer didn't really understand the, the refund statement. And it was a true pain point into the, into the survey. Uh, we are speaking about 20% less than, uh, than the average satisfaction. So we decided to take the problem with a design sprint, a true design sprint, four days, full four, four days. Not only the ideation, but also prototyping and testing with customers. So we do the whole process together. We started. We do a lot of of uh, of ice breaking exercises that people were really really fun of, and but also we go through the whole process really with 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 custom with expert interviews with customer voice of customers with with benchmarking and so on. At the end, we had a prototype. We decided that the prototype was enough and good enough to be put in production, and we put it in production. And we start monitoring the, the customer satisfaction. And guess what? The customer satisfaction didn't improve at all, but also start decreasing. So we, we start a, a bit worrying about, <laughs> about the, 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 the prototype or the, the new refund statement. And then we started asking why the start, the satisfaction decreased. And we discovered a some little details that were we weren't able to discover during the, the testing phase but we do that with a with a very quite agile cycle that allow us to correct quite rapidly those uh, those uh, little fine tuning problems and in less than 6 months we seen survey results starting improving and go above the average of the satisfaction of the customer and then we we can say okay the the method it, it works you still have to stay agile and be be ready to react if something doesn't doesn't work as you plan but the method the methodology is working and that, that's great and i am happy for this outcome because if it would have stayed with the bad results perhaps your career in consulting would have finished quite quickly <laughs> and would back, you would be back to the corporate job no joke aside i think there are some orders that that we are facing that you are facing in uh, in this approach could you please share one or two like bullet points and and a short and a short explanation on that Oh, I didn't get. I didn't get the question. Sorry. Sorry. What are common pra practical hurdles in uh, in a ah the hurdles? Okay. Yeah. 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 Design and thinking. Yeah. Uh, look, there is there is as I said before. You invite eight. Normally, you have eight to to ten person. Not not more because it's uh, it's quite difficult to moderate with one person or two person such a group. But the idea is to have eight person, and if you have differences in the hierarchy, normally it can be hurdle. To let people express themselves, and I told you already one solution of that. It's you. You start doing brainstorm, uh, brain writing more than brainstorming. Brainstorming is everybody discuss in a in a, in a room without without judgment and without saying ah we already did that and so on. But if you do that, people are talking together. If you do brain writing, everybody's writing on on a post it his own ideas, and this is. One solution to the problem of the of the hierarchy problem. 
Then there is another one. It's people don't think they have they are creative. You know, in a, in a design sprint, you often ends doing a prototype, and the prototype could be, or uh, I don't know, a website or or uh, or a new layout of an app, something like that. And people normally they think I cannot drone. Well, how should I do that? But as I always said, look. We can, or everybody can draw. Everybody can, with five figures, do everything. A circle, a, a quadrant, or, or a triangle. You, you can do everything with, with five forms, no, no, no more than that. A, po- a, a point and, and a line. And, and then you can draw everything. There is also people that sometimes, and this is quite interesting, but at the beginning of a design sprint, you say, clear and loud, no devices are allowed until we need devices. And this happens when you, when you start searching for what the conquerors do or when you, when you have to find idea or images for your prototype and so on. Yeah, you need devices. But there is a lot of work where we don't need devices. And this is one, one of the, for me, powerful part of, of the design sprint. But still, people <laughs> that are, are actually checking their own emails or, or writing uh, n- rapidly answering to ones and so on. And uh, sometimes it's, it's feeling, I'm feeling like, like I'm the teacher at school and <laughs> to, to uh, always repeat to the people, Hey, don't look at devices. We are now focusing on that. And this is, this is also an outlook and comes from, from the time we are leaving. It's, it's normal. We are all under stress and we think always that the, the, the last email is the most important in our life. So, but sometimes it happens that you are four days in your design sprint and the companies you are working for is still there after the four days. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's also something that we experience a lot. I, I hope usually it's still there the the company and not and not only sometimes. Uh, I think we covered a lot about design, setting targets, and so on. You are really a big expert, and therefore I want to ask this question: How do you measure success in a design sprint? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good that's a good question. Uh, from depend from from the customer point of view, huh? the customer of the of the company, there is. There is method that are, for example, what I said to you before, the, the surveys, the results, monitoring the customer satisfaction and so on. One thing that we do, it's also that we fix or we, we choose KPIs during the process that we need to monitor to measure if, if what we do, it works. I don't know. It could be more acquisition than if you, if you, if you work on a product and you decide to to improve the features of this product, then you will monitor if you, you will sell more of this product. So the KPIs are a part of the process and we decide which, which one are worth to be, to be followed. Followed in normally you do that on the second or the third days. If you have two hours, <laughs> you have to, uh, to decide if you, if you do it by yourself or it's the consultant that, that propose a couple of KPIs to be, to be monitored. But but are are part of the process. So this is this is quite important. Monitor the KPIs you you decide to 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 follow, and then there is there is also for me the success of the workshops 
itself. And and there, what I do, it's always the same. I, I ask feedback. I, I love to ask feedback in different ways. If I don't have too much time, I just let people draw again on a post-it, a smiley or an, emo- an, an emoji that they can they can put on a on a on a on a whiteboard or at the door during, uh, when they go. And there is always a, like like an evaluation line that they where they can put the this emoji so i i can measure the feeling of the participant with the emoji but also the satisfaction of the participant with with the line but i can also do that digitally afterwards or sometimes there is there is hr department that send out standard survey to all participant to workshops and we get then the the results but there are those two way to measure success are for me very important and we do both so we monitor both thank you very much Beppe. i would have a lot more questions to you but taking care of the time we are going to the extra time of this game but i can tell you you are leading this game 3-0 and therefore the kpis is quite positive and now we have the last two minutes in the extra time in 10 years from now we are back on the cx goalkeeper podcast what we are discussing about? Hmm. I I would bet five Swiss francs that we will discussing about human and improving life of customer. I think I, I I learned that from design thinking. Design thinking is never finished finished work. It's more like like the Sagrada Familia in Barcelona. It's a, it's it's never ending <laughs> work that that you still improve every day. And I think. For customizing, I think the same. I mean, if you if you think that once you solve the problem, then it's it's, it's done, you're not at the at the right place. And the market is evolving at at a speed that it's incredible. And so do your concurrents, but do also other companies. And I mean, how many people thought that I don't know the taxi company need to to have an app? And let people pay the, we, with the app, and but then uh, they come Uber and and set set the benchmark, and it's like this for every company on the market. Maybe you won't work every day on a wow moment for the for your customer. You have to fix just the basic or to improve a basic that you already do do good, but someone on the market do better than you, and then you ha- you have to work on that. So for me. We will still work, talk about human and improve the life of those human. But <laughs> probably we will also talk about how to improve the life of uh, of the machine customer because it's 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 a trend that we won't be able to escape, <laughs> and we would not we want we will have human customer, but we will also will have a machine customer, and then we will probably have to. Uh, improve customer journey of those uh, machine customers too and it will be quite challenging but extremely interesting what's the best way to contact you beppe i think the, the probably the the, the, the easy easy one is uh, is my linkedin profile i don't know if we put the the, the link on the uh, perfect so that's will be my uh, linkedin profile or with with my uh, company website there is a there is a form to contact us and, uh, and normally I, I receive as I said before we are we are only two so I receive directly the forms and uh, I can I can contact you 
if if people if people need me. So it's the two easy easy way, LinkedIn and uh, and our website. Thank you, Beppe. And the last question is Beppe's golden nugget. It's something that we discussed or something new to leave to the audience. Yeah, I think I think if if you if you want to do in design and improvement, innovation with design thinking, you have to keep two stuff in mind. Uh, one is you will work with human. So be be ready to interact with human and with all the different topology of human that there is on, on this world. And the second one is don't forget a bit of fun. Those kind of workshops are not only creative, but I think they are different because you can really put a bit of, of fun in, into, into them. And uh, there is a lot of funny exercises, but also icebreaker, way to, uh, to uh, also decorate the room that you find a, a ton of example on internet if you, if you just Google at them. Be creative by yourself. Don't 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 think you you start such a workshop and and do the classical the classical workshop because it won't it won't work or it will it will work but it will be boring. <laughs> so don't forget human and fun. Thank you very much, Pepe. And to conclude, thank you very much for this discussion, but not only for the discussion, for being a big friend, for being a mentor, and for helping the community growing in Switzerland and internationally. We need more people like you and therefore thank you very much from the art for everything you are what everything what you are doing for us. Beppe, thank you, please thank you too. Thank you Beppe, too because you do the same, Greg. You do the same for uh, for our community. We we are a team. Beppe, <laughs> please stay with me. To the audience, it's everything. We love feedback. Please let us know what you think about this episode directly to Beppe or to me. Let's keep in touch. Thank you very much. See you to the next episode. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode, please share the word of mouth. Subscribe it. Share it. Until the next episode, please don't forget, we are not in a B2B or B2C business. We are in a human-to-human -human environment. Thank you.